You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast, comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Right, welcome back to Kapow, the pop cultured podcast. It's nineties night. My name is Jordan Lowe. <laughs> I'm Cliff Barnes. Uh. <laughs> We've been having a nineties nostalgia uh. dance party uh. of our own here on Zoom. Yeah, you don't need to go to a bar and pump out the jams. Yeah, we're going to tell you about all the things that make us go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bell. That's Biv. He's Devoe, and we are back. Slinging some poison. Yeah, that um, girl is poison. Guys, I told you Klimt was coming back, and he came back. Yeah. Um, I am here for it. I want to hear all. I want to hear yeah. every detail. Um, we, we it was like the night before last time. We yeah, met, so. it was. It was. It was. You left us hanging for. Quite it a was Klimt Clattenburg Eve. <laughs> <laughs> It's le- it coincides with your fake birthday. Um, yeah, he. Uh, it was a success. They were shocked. Jaws dropped. You got to paint the scene for us. How, well, how did well, he how did It he was erupt? a scene. First off, I said, I told him somewhere between five and six will be when I'll tell you to start heading over. It was like, we, we started at two. We started playing that day. And... You know, they were traveling to this one location in story, you know, and where they would eventually find him. And uh, totally not expected. This is, he was not supposed to be there. It was off the table as a possibility. So, but they take, it takes longer than you think to do things in that game. So by the time it, it got around five, I was like, yeah, it's looking more like six, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I set up oh, 630. I was like, just be in my driveway at 630. I'll make it happen. And so at six twenty six or something, we've already established that Jesse would be willing to do pretty oh, much anything while we're playing for the game. I, while we're playing for the game, I sent you guys the picture that he 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 and I were messaging while we're playing. He says he's like okay because I I told him that his character will will be revealed as a auction item at this night auction. Well, I didn't tell him that, but I told him he would be in a cage or whatever when he. You know that he's been trapped in, and he's like, <laughs> he sends me a picture uh, of with a like a potato sack over his head or something, mm-hmm. right? Or a pillowcase? I don't know what it was, but it, but just like, will they not be able to see me? He Jesse was going to walk in my front door and sit down with a sack over his head, and as if they wouldn't know what it was, but yeah. just to just to be the character because he awesome. was that he's that committed. And he was said that he was at home practicing walking with his. <laughs> and his and he's over there bumping into walls and over kids. He was like, check his walk. Can you see my face? Can you know all this? I'm like, this. I just he I is just, the oh. he's gone full Clattenburg. He's the Daniel Day Lewis of Dragon Age. He is. He was a he was determined to drink our milkshakes. <laughs> <laughs> I was. When he sent me that, and I'm sitting at a table with a bunch of people that I cannot tell them what I just received, 
like I was my heart was bursting with like whatever RPG love of like what I was bursting with it for Jesse. I, I was just like, this guy was sent from heaven. So it's like a two minutes or something before he's supposed to pull in my driveway. For all I know, he is out there at this moment. Yeah, not right now, but I mean, at that moment. And, and he might be out there. Um, and they start getting up to go to the bathroom. There's no way they're going to walk to the bathroom and not see him sitting in my driveway. And it is freaking me out because we it had been two years and seven months yeah. since this guy got kidnapped. And I, I did not want it ruined. And I'm like messaging him. I message him and say, no, they're going to the bathroom. And he's like, I'm driving past or whatever. And he, we worked it out. Basically, long story short, you know, I was like, it's okay. Then I'm like, no, it's not. Somebody else is going. Ah. Yeah. I was, um, (laughs) Cliff's messaging also (laughs) at the same time. I'm outside out front or I'm at the grill at my house. So I I look over and I can see his van sitting there (laughs) and I'm just like, Oh, there's Jesse. It's happening right now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on the scene yeah he uh i were i i said come on in you know and when i saw him come to the door revealed it they were just dumbfounded <laughs> you know it was, he came in sat down the only thing they were so excited like i had told him don't talk or whatever you know and it was tough for us they wouldn't leave him alone you know they were just like oh how you been you know and seeing him and all this so it was fine i don't care about that stuff but and they would talk over him like he's he's got this momentous moment he's gonna like speak finally and then they you think these guys give a shit now they're they were so they didn't it was fine everything went off without a hitch everybody had fun they're so excited like we literally the one kid eric's kid is he's he's the one who went to the army several years ago now he's moving to nevada and that was gonna this was gonna be his last session before moving cross country well he sent a message a few days later i we have to play one i've got to he does not want to leave without getting to play again you know he's like is there any way we can fit in another session before i leave so we're having an emergency session and this is another Clattenburg Eve that we're living right now because <laughs> Sunday we're playing again, just so Jake can be around for an, a full session with, with Klimt. And, uh, <clears throat> so everybody's digging it. It was a super good time. Um, is, you know, I, I still, uh, are, are we going to have any more Magnum or Cliff? Do you ever want to get in on this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I just need to know. You always refer to him as Klimt. Did the, the, the guys playing know that whole they story? They have no idea. And, no. No. Okay. I, <laughs> okay. I, I assume that would break. That would break yeah. the realism of the game. No. They, he's Kinnadrin. They the the name is Kinnadrin. That's what they know him as. Okay. They try. They desperately tried to. Because I'm sure they don't listen to the podcast. Because no one does. What well, one of them occasionally does. Oh, okay. But they said so they that but. Uh, Anyway, they said uh, they were desperate to convince him while we were like, I was like getting out a set piece to put on the table. So they're talking amongst themselves and they were desperately trying to tell Jesse that we really have been looking for you. Look what I wrote on my paper. So-and-so has Jesse. We hate her. 
yada, you know, trying to sell to him. Like they feel so bad that they've never f- found him as if I don't control the whole thing. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But anyway, great. Uh, just a good time. We're, we're, we're back on, we're playing what normally would be monthly, but now we're having this halfway through emergency session. Anyway, Magnum still is in, he's, he's been sick. He's, he's, I've not spoken for you. Like I, I don't want to speak for that guy. So he's been like magically, you know, in a coma and all kinds of crap. TC has been carrying him around. <laughs> I'm just like, like if, if, if Jordan never wants to jump back into his body. He's there. I've been moving him locations with them. Oh boy! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly that. Anyway, good stuff. That it's happened. So, huh? We we're here to talk about TV, though, right? This is TV time. TV. What in the good Lord is going on? Nothing. Them just some fellas I play car pranks with. The worst thing about prison was the was the Dementors. Nobody exists on purpose. Nobody belongs anywhere. Everybody's gonna die. There are no strings on me. So if you want to make more money and uh, keep the money that you make, better call Saul. He looks like a panda and a Disney princess had a baby. Somebody royally forked up. Somebody forked up. First, I thought you and the others were gods. Then I realized you're just men. And I know men. You guys, look at my dirty girl. Roll on snare drum. Curtain. Good joke. It's back, baby. Big brother it's happening right now i've been i don't know if you know this while we've been recording for the last few hours i'm watching big brother <laughs> i've got it on the quad cam here uh mm. paramount plus to the live feeds yeah it used to be uh cbs all access yeah you used to only be able to watch online the live feeds and and uh cbs all access you still could only watch it online um but this is the first year now this paramount plus that they've the technology is good enough that you can watch it on the app on your smart TV or mm-hmm. whatever. And so it works finally. It's e- much easier to watch. So it makes it much more watchable. And uh, this season is all new people, uh, all a lot of fans. This was, if you recall, last year was All-Stars. It didn't go over real well. And, and also they caught a lot of heat for never having good representation from minorities and they were going to shake things up and try to fix it. And I mean, they did it. They, it is, you know, at least half of the people are some sort of minority Hmm. and that's, that's what we're hoping for that they, you know, have a chance um, to not be just voted out by a big alliance of, you know, white people. Yeah, but, but was, it, it's, that's, that's white people are. That's, there's a history of white people yeah. doing that. I was yeah. expecting no white people, no white people this year. That was, uh, that was going to be the thing. No white people. No, but it's what's amazing is it's 
it's fantastic. Like this is the starting off like one of the best seasons ever. And there's so much culture in there. So many different people and Frenchy. Frenchy. Yeah. Frenchy's a waste. This guy is a, he was the first guy. He's a farmer. He's a, uh, what are they? Performative wokeness. I would call for this guy. He He's the guy going in there. I'm not voting. I'm not going to vote out a woman or someone of color. I'm just like, okay. Everybody's looking at all those people are looking at him like, what? <laughs> oh, you're, what are you talking about? Why are you, he's just, and of course he put up a woman. He nominated a woman and, and both, and, and a guy, and they were both people of color. Like he just totally threw that out the window. But anyway, there's a lot of good people, a lot of fans in there that know how to play the game, and there's a cu- couple people that are just excellent, uh, kind of doing things behind the scenes. There's one girl, uh, Tiffany, who's a phlebotomist, um, and she's great and funny and talks to the camera and tells people what she's doing. And there's uh, another girl that was actually an alternate. The one of the girls that was announced that was going to be in it. Um, wears a wig because she has some sort of health problem and she had no hair. And Mm -hmm. so she was going to wear a wig and just, you know, like have that be a reveal somewhere down the line. But she uh, tested, had a false positive COVID test. And thankfully she did not have COVID. It it was a false positive, but it got her kicked off the show Mm because they, it was right when the show was getting ready to start. So they replaced her with this other girl who actually is great and uh, knows the game and anyway starting out it was a very chaotic first week because of french fry he's a dummy but uh other there's a lot of good players in there and it looks like it's gonna be a good season so i watched about 10 minutes of two different episodes just trying to get a feel for it so i knew if you you were going to dive into this i would at least know a few of the names yes and i immediately I think the what was the first thing I watched was people complaining about this Frenchy guy who had blown up every alliance and screwed up his game and the, he was yeah. terrible and he ruined everything. He's awful. And then I see this Whitney girl. <clears throat> yeah. I immediately have a crush on, and then oh, I yeah. find out she doesn't believe Sandy yeah. Hook was real. Yeah, she, she's a Sandy Hook uh, denier. Yeah. So I thought, well, maybe not so much. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, she's one of the people that we don't like very well. Wow. Yeah, that that uh, ended pretty quickly. And then yeah. her 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 nipple popped out apparently last night. I have no idea. The people of Reddit were on the case wow. trying to figure out good. if it was oh, really if that really the people happened. Reddit's have never seen a nipple, <laughs> or if it was just a shadow. <laughs> it was either a shadow from her dress or a pasty that she was wearing underneath her yeah. shirt. But the people of Reddit cracked it that when they when they re-aired it on Paramount Plus. They had cropped her her scene, oh, okay. like they cropped it from the neck up. So it's like it had to be a nipple. They 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 edited yeah. it. It was so a it false, was a very nipple. exciting moment. <laughs> a false it, nipple yeah. slip. Yeah. <laughs> wow i I missed all that controversy somewhere along the line. Oh, but uh, well, uh, just uh, we are currently in my household. Uh, yeah. We are on our like only two week break. From volleyball season for my are we my, watching Big Brother? My dot no, uh, close. 
<laughs> my daughter oh. my daughter has discovered with the lack of volleyball in her life she has discovered survivor ah on great netflix yeah and she binge watched what, season, what seasons are on uh, there i she just watched the last one that because i okay. remembered you talking about it and boston rob and all that stuff oh the winners at war yeah and uh so she she wants she started with that yeah with the all-stars of people she doesn't know yes ah <laughs> i want to curate a list of seasons <laughs> for her but yeah she she's all into it right now she she's i never, love survivor she's never it. watched that type of reality show before so it's kind of all new to her so the, well, the concept I'm, of it yeah i can tell her what the good seasons are but uh yeah yeah she's pretty yeah, it's pretty excited it's, about it she needs to go back and get the history of survivor before you go then come back and watch that season again and get all the references mm-hmm. i'm but, not uh, sure good. well yeah i'm not sure what seasons are available or if all of them yeah I, I know there's I only know. there's a limited number that are available but if you get if you ever, run into the living room dad dad Richard Hatch is a snake or a rat. Which is it? Which is it? Yeah. Probably before she was born. That episode probably was before she was 14. Oh, 100%. That was a decade before she was born. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's uh, maybe not quite that, but that's those people were icons. That was was probably about the time Cooper was born. Yeah. 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 It was like 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So, Um, yeah, totally. You got to start there. Richard Hatch made, <laughs> you know, it, it might not still, it might not still be around if he hadn't yeah, been what yeah. he was. So anyway, I could, t- I, I'm game for, for survivor <laughs> talk all day, but we have a lot of other stuff that's we've been watching. Uh, I, uh, I, a show that, uh, started this week again, the third season of that I know Jordan, I'm sure, is watching also. Oh, yeah. Is the third incarnation of Miracle Workers. There is a better place for all of us, Oregon. Coming July 13th to TBS. Across the uncharted American West, our intrepid pioneers set out for a new start and new adventures on the Oregon Trail. Oh, my gosh, many a bald eagle. You just killed America! This July. How awesome is this? Open land, sense of adventure. There's a bear behind you! We're looking for an outlaw. Goes by the name of Benny the Teen. I don't recognize him at all. Handsome guy, though. Beautiful mustache. Hope you catch that sexy outlaw. Are you ladies women of the night? It's the 1840s. The preferred term is whores. Sorry, didn't mean to offend you. A new adventure begins. Daniel Radcliffe as Reverend Ezekiel Brown. Which way is west? This is an anatomical drawing of a horse. That explains a lot. Steve Buscemi as Benny the Teen. You'll never catch me. Karen Sony as the Gunslinger. John Bass as Todd Aberdeen. And Geraldine Viswanathan as Prudence. This is classic Oregon Trail. Get hyped. Stick your hands up where the sun don't shine. You want me to stick my hands up my butt? What? It's where the sun don't shine. That would be my butt. That is what you said. Give me a break for a second. This is my first time sticking somebody up. I'm very nervous. Miracle Workers, Oregon Trail. Premieres July 13th on TBS. So what was the Oregon Trail? Oregon Trail. (laughs) 
I was very excited. I had this on my phone calendar. You know, I was like, <laughs> I can't wait for the Oregon Trail. There's nothing like it's not the funniest thing or the best thing, but there's literally there's nothing like it on TV. And I, it I does, think it fills it, a nice niche of the comedy world. Yeah, it does that same thing that like American Horror Story did where you use the same cast, mm. but they all play different roles, you know. And, uh, Daniel Radcliffe from Harry Potter, right. Steve Buscemi, a couple of other character actors you'd, you'd recognize from other comedy shows. But yeah, this one we uh, the first one was uh, Steve Buscemi was God in a in a like a company. The heaven was a company, <laughs> an office. Uh, the second one was set in medieval times, so this one is the old West. No, you got to say what he was in the second one. That was what I was laughing at. I can't wait to see how you're going to describe him in the what, second what? season. He was, oh, was, he was, he was a he was a sanitation scooper. worker. <laughs> he was a shovel, a shit shoveler, <laughs> which is great. He goes from God to a shit shoveler, and what is he this time? What's his name? He's Billy the Teen. <laughs> <laughs> Much like uh, I laughed out loud when I saw him. Billy the Teen, notorious wanted outlaw, Billy the Teen, which he's the famous meme. Hey, kid, fellow kids, you know, that kind of Right, thing. right, exactly. It's perfection, perfection. <laughs> He's moonlighting as a uh, Oregon Trail guide. So Daniel Radcliffe is a, <clears throat> a, a, like a preacher in a small town that's dying off, and they need to head west where there's fortunes to be made. So he hires, very ill-advised, he hires Billy the Teen to lead them there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. I. It's exactly what... We were expecting after the last couple seasons, and that's exactly what we wanted. So, looking um, forward to that. It's more absurdist comedy. We have a second season of "I Think You Should Leave," with <sighs> Tim Robinson. That's the only thing that is making me wish I had Netflix because I watched the first season and really liked it, and I'm missing out on a lot of memes. So, yeah, <laughs> I I had never watched the first season, but I I had it recommended to me. Uh, Jared showed me a clip. The one, uh, the, the hot uh, dog. The song, well, that one's the famous one. The, uh, but the, he showed me the uh, the song, "Follow My Lead," and the skeletons <laughs> come out of their graves. That that <laughs> whole thing. Uh, so yeah. I, I had a taste of it. I knew kind of what it was. But it's it's very short. They're just six episodes, and each one is between fifteen and maybe eighteen minutes long. So like, there is no filler here whatsoever. It is just just the cream of the crop stuff right. so it's, it's very he, short he failed on snl like he was on snl was and, really? and they got rid of him like he he just didn't he flopped hmm. and it's just I, like well, shows that i can see have... him very like kyle mooney sort of humor like the very absurd yeah. uh, that may not your brother show. hates kyle mooney oh, and i like kyle mooney like no one he hates more than kyle he mooney. hates kyle mooney i've seen him make multiple comments about it and <laughs> i i think kyle mooney there's there is some funny there like but i feel like he is more like the adult swim type humor the tim and eric style uh, the absurd like anti-comedy yeah. thing and this yeah. This show on Netflix, it edges right up to that. I watched the first two episodes of the first season. I was thinking, this is too – like, I, I don't really like that kind of humor. And it was getting real close to it. And then in the third episode, Tim Heidecker has a scene. Like, this is directly from Adult Swim. So, right. so there are a few of those where it's just like, let's put an old guy in a wig and a funny sweater and, like, 
we'll find some humor in that somewhere. But it's there's there's that's the lazy side of that kind of humor. But the, this show, Tim Robinson does something extra, and it's hard to describe. Like sketches take a strange turn where you think they're going one way and they go another way, or they like they really commit to this logic. There's an episode with the gift receipts. He's they're having like a baby shower. He wants the right. gift receipts, and you think this guy's being an idiot talking about these gift receipts, and then like everyone in the room starts being obsessed with the gift receipts, and it's like, it's you know the the, the normal way a sketch comedy would go is see how outrageous this one character would go, or <laughs> this one's like let's have everyone go this, yeah. this whole direction. So I like it. Yeah, it's uh, it's something else. It it may not be for everybody, but it and there was a lot of it was like several years ago the first season was so it, it was a, a long time between seasons. So I'm I'm guessing they put a lot, a lot of time and effort into these. But hmm. <sighs> he's not on social media or anything like he does, and he doesn't mm-hmm. interview about the show. Like he he hmm. he just does it and then wa- walks away yeah. and doesn't talk about it. <laughs> um. What else are you watching? Uh, there was another debut, Wellington Paranormal. Do wow. you know that one? No, I have no idea what you're talking That about. is the spinoff of What We Do in the Shadows. Okay. So in the film, What We Do in the Shadows, there's a scene where two police officers show up. Yeah. And they are, they're like dead bodies on the floor and blood everywhere. And like, now you're going to want to clean that up. Yeah, the, the, it's, it's a very good scene. So these two characters, they've plucked them out of the movie and given them their own show. Right. And it aired I had heard in, they were going to make that, yeah. Yeah, it aired in New Zealand three years ago. And they've done like 19 episodes already. And it just now finally is coming to came to America. Uh, I'm sure the success of the show has had something to do with that. But it's on the CW. But then I also saw it on HBO Max. So I don't have to watch that on my phone anymore. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. smart TV I bought has a nice. CW app. They nice. finally worked that out. So I'm Yeah, hyped. I, I, I saw I'm it. Because you know, yeah. in just a few weeks. It's coming. Deal. It's coming. I can't wait. Ready. <laughs> oh, you guys. Sorry. Sorry, our hype got interrupted. Reggie, what's his name? Charles Melton or whatever. He was the All Star Week for baseball was last week, and he played in the celebrity softball game. Okay. And like you know how Reggie is like stud athlete guy. Yeah. This guy's terrible. No, he was not great. He was wearing the batting glove on the wrong. He was wearing the batting glove on the throwing hand in the outfield. Oh my god. He hit into a double play. And like ran through first and fell down past first base. Wow. Got up and then got caught in a rundown between first and second base. Fell down again. But there were already two outs. So they had already got the third out. He was having a rundown. After there had already been three outs. They're trying to go to commercial and Reggie's in a rundown. It was a hilarious prank. (laughs) Great great prank, Reggie. Just kept the cameras on you. So my illusions of him as a star athlete have been. Well, that's going to be tough, though. Mm. The believability of Riverdale is going down. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Don't ruin it for us, Reg. Come on. Wow. Anyway, finish up your Wellington Uh, Paranormal. Yeah, Wellington Paranormal. So it's it's set in New Zealand. It has that same kind of very deadpan humor of what we do in the shadows, Fly the Concords, those kind of things. great, yeah. And so it's the, yes, the same actors. Uh, there's a, a female cop and a male cop. Yeah, I can and it picture has a, her. Yeah, yeah. She she's pretty short. Has a very short haircut. He's 
tall. Oh, actually, he says we're like the Mulder and Scully of the police force because you're, 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 you're intelligent and analytical, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a guy with brown hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's very. It has an X Files feel to it. Even the theme song feels like a jazzed up version of X Files or a very cops feel. Where, you know, they talk directly to the camera. And they're like, yeah, a lot of strange phenomena are going on tonight. But they're obvious, they're oblivious to everything that's going on, or they don't quite know what, you know, there's a possessed girl with you know, glowing eyes who's talking, I am Bazool of the unliving. Right, yeah, right. Like, I, I bet you much tonight, sir. You know, like that kind of like. <laughs> Ghostbustery. Um, yeah. The, uh, yeah. I know what I was thinking. Wasn't there, there was supposed to be a werewolf show that we're going to, the weir, werewolves. Werewolves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With Reese Darby was supposed to do that as mm. well. Yeah, it, it took this one three years to get to get. Right, it might be happening for all we know. So yeah, there, there's there. They premiered two episodes on the first night. I think the first season's just six, and it, it you know, it's gonna take a little while to find their footing, but it, it made me laugh really hard a couple of times. So I, I love what we do in the shadows. So I'll, I'll stick around for the rest of these for sure. Well, I assume it's I, I'm sure you said, but I assume it's on FX or something like that. Uh, CW, and I saw. Oh, it on I'm H sorry. I saw it on HBO Max, which I don't I don't I don't know that they're always. Have, oh, what deal okay. that was well, i have both of those so at least good. this first couple episodes yeah stuff good. stuff pops up on hbo max all the time now i'm I, i'll pull it up and i'm like this is on here yeah like, when did the that's what, it's kind of annoying how often i i kind of obsessively check it now because i don't want to miss mm -hmm. that some random thing popped up there yeah super friends freaked me out i was like wait wait a minute what's going on here <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, on HBO Max, <laughs> I watched well, Super Friends. podcast. <laughs> um, anyway, so speaking of HBO Max, uh, the, the White Lotus is a <laughs> show that came out of nowhere. The goal is to disappear behind our masks as pleasant, interchangeable helpers. It's tropical kabuki. Aloha. Happy to be here. We're on our honeymoon. You're such valued guests. Welcome to the White Lotus. Are they bigger? Nicole, they're f***ing huge. I haven't seen them in a while. It's cancer. Swole balls. Did they biopsy your balls, Dad? Not yet. Surprise! Ah! Am I interrupting? I know it's only your honeymoon. Oh my God, look at her face. Rachel, you were such a beautiful bride, but also very pale. But now you have a little more color and it looks great. Thanks. You are so talented. Oh. Do you really know what you're doing? Barely. You think you could have dinner with me at the hotel tonight? Um, I, I get off at seven? Yeah, that's good. I mean, like a couple minutes after seven at the, at the restaurant. Sounds great. Did either of you watch that? I, I did. I watched the first episode. Yeah, it was just like out of nowhere. I had not heard anything about it. And suddenly there was a first episode of that. And it has a, you know, it's I, got it's got plop. It's yeah, got... I was I was so distracted by plop. And then and then the guys, the guys ball shot that I, I don't know what uh, happened. At I all. OK, first off, I want to say that I watched the first episode and I didn't see that part. Like, oh, my I, God. I missed that. Why like, are you missing all these body parts? I don't know. Yeah. I missed the nip. Now I miss Steve's on sack. You got to get I, a 70 inch TV like in my. I've got room. a huge TV in here. I just bought an, a TV for the bedroom. It's oh. enormous. But, but I was like, 
I, I don't know. I looked down or something, but I remember her talking about, about, you know, I remember the scene. I just never saw that. So when somebody was talking about it, I was like, am I going to go back to see no. this? Like, that oh, was a real God, conundrum no. for me. <laughs> like, am I going to make an effort to go back? And I did. I just, full disclosure, I did. I, I went back and I regretted it immediately. I was like, yeah. first yep. off, why? Why did this happen? Two, I didn't think his balls were that big. <laughs> well, like, the whole thing was about his balls being super big yeah. and i was like i don't it, think they're that big. it totally shocked me and like i don't know what kind of expression i had on my face but my <laughs> wife looked at me and she's like were you surprised by that and i was like uh yeah weren't you she's like no nah, you've seen one pair of balls you've seen them all and i was just like all right <laughs> moving on yeah i i just whatever anyway it seems to be like a classist show. It's like a bunch of people almost like at first I got a fantasy Island vibe. Like they're all going to this Island. Yeah. It's a bunch of different people. And I expected it to be like that. And it may still, but it really seems like the vibe is this is a very elite resort to go to. And all of the people, all the people, all the guests are like super rich or something. Yeah, there's like there's Stifler's mom, like, and then you, yeah, you yeah, got Stifler's mom. Is you got the guy from Daddy Daycare, and then um, uh, oh, Plop. Who's and, that guy? Who's it? The, the the guy that showed the the ball guy. Oh, Steve Zahn. I, I yeah, I don't think of him as that. <laughs> <laughs> if that's his claim to fame, you, you, that's his one job right there. Steve I'm, telling, I'm, I'm just calling it. That's his one job. He was at least Sahara. At least so. no. we gotta do Steve's mm-hmm. on now. We're doing Steve's <laughs> on. I, I think he'd make a good Beastmaster. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the it's got Connie, whatever her name is from Friday Night Lights, and Nielsen, I think. And uh, anyway, all the characters are have a lot of money, or they wouldn't be going to this. And the hotel people, yeah, it's got kind of a Downton Abbey thing where you get to see the the staff and how the things they're trying to deal with to present these people with a great experience. Uh, the, their rich kids are crappy and, mm. uh, you know, kind of stereotypical buttholes and that kind of stuff. But I really don't know where it's going. It seems like whatever the concept is, we don't know it yet. We don't yeah. know what, where they're going, but I like that HBO is pumping out these shows that, are so far are things that I am like, I'll watch this. You know, I'm, I'm interested to see where this goes. Hopefully I don't have to find out exactly what's going on with that much detail about mm. Steve on sack. Yeah, definitely. I was unconconcerned, but like Connie, you know, so I, I was like, you look like you're fine. Yeah. Dude. You'll be all right. Well, it, I don't think it would have been so bad, but I just, it's the last couple of weeks. The big thing on Netflix that had everybody talking was that new sex, sex life show. And it's got a, it's got a moment in episode three that people are reacting to very similar, mm. uh, mm. anatomy shot that is yeah. shocking to some people. Shocking. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> to some people. Yeah. Seth missed it. He, he watched that episode, but didn't. <laughs> I watched it. I watched this porn the other day and I didn't see anything. <laughs> I was like, this pizza looks great. <laughs> um, 
What else? What else? What, what else are you watching, guys? Come on. Uh, I was ex- uh, Rick and Morty was back for season five. What are you watching it on? Just cable. Yeah, I don't have cable. Yeah. I watched the first episode was released to try to draw people in, mm-hmm. and I liked it, but I I don't get whatever you need to get to watch the rest yeah, of it until so, uh, the season's over. Morty, get ready for some fireworks. <laughs> Out of character to say this right now, but you guys look really cool. So let's do it. Come get some. The door! Open the door! Rick! Is it? Morty, will you stop training? Everybody attack one at a time. Is that the best way to tee up something awesome? Yes. God, why does everyone go cyberpunk bird? Is this what you wanted to get out of town? You think I'd lie to you about why we're on vacation, Morty? I wouldn't lie to you. Well, that's a lie. Huh. We become? Why are we doing this anymore? Because it's fun, you little rat. Morty, this is gonna sound bad, but would you trust me not to kill you? Huh. Well, I don't nearly have the time to unpack this. New Rick and Morty starting Sunday, June 20th at 11 p.m. Yeah, season five. The last couple seasons have been okay. I haven't really yeah. been into them. Agree. This season has been very strong. Yeah, the first episode uh, I, I I really liked. Yeah, the first episode with Mr. Nimbus, who was like a yes. Namor takeoff. Yeah, exactly. Like a, he was a definitely very Namor. A foppish, dandy, king of the sea guy. <laughs> and it was just so ridiculous. Like, But like Rick has some history with him that we never know. Like, of course, it's Mr. Nimbus, and you're just supposed to know what that means. Uh, episode two was uh, a very Rick and Morty episode of Rick has created a decoy family. So if someone's going to come after him, they killed, he gets an alert that somebody killed the decoy family. Okay, well, guys, we got to get out and go because somebody killed the decoy family. We have a decoy family, and then that family gets killed. Like, crap, that was the decoys of the decoys. Right. And by the end of it, it's like, it's ridiculous. Everyone's dying. There's a million different versions of every character. And it's like, it's very out there, but it was really clever. I like it. And the third one, uh, Rick or Morty falls in love with Planetina, a Captain Planet ripoff uh, voiced by Allison Brie, who in the 90s was created by these lovable multiracial group of children. She was? Alice yes. Brie was? Yeah, so she became Planetina to help the, help the Earth, and now they're all middle-aged scumbags <laughs> who are like, <laughs> do not share the same environmental mission. So she, right. he, he fall, Morty falls in love with her. So every episode so far has been really strong, especially compared to the last couple seasons, so I'm, I'm hyped for it. Hmm. Cool. I, uh, the Hustler's back. Oh, the game <laughs> show? Yeah, have you watched any of season two? Uh, yeah. I just feel like it's manipulative. Like, it tries to lead you, like, in some, oh, it can't be this guy, or it definitely feels like this guy. And then it's like, oh, no, it was this lady. And they, yeah. <laughs> and Odin's like, whatever. Yeah. There's no way. Um, yeah, I, I, I was. I've watched it. I I think I may have missed the second episode. I watched the first and the third, maybe. I don't know, but I, but uh, I was 
able to guess the last this latest episode but usually you just aren't it's edited in such a way you don't have the information that yeah. the people in the room yeah. have um it's fine whatever at least he quit acting like he'd never been to a drive through bank <laughs> the pneumatic tube is quite an invention jeez he's so wow. excited about that yeah but the characters have become like oh it was a he, this person worked for the CIA or this person owns 50 parakeets or like, it's, it's not like a nor it's everything's so abnormal with that show. It's like, how is any human, how does anyone fit any of I these? I was accepted things? to every Ivy league school. It's like, well, okay. Anybody here could have, it, it, you don't know, you know, I don't know. Um, I'm up to the sixth episode of Kevin can F himself. Uh, mm. that show uh, mm-hmm. and which i think it was one of the strongest episodes um it was it's such a the dark is so dark that i don't know there's something about the mood of the show that they have they can't nail down because they're going between two different things but it was a very clever episode in the fact that they do these uh, episodes that you've seen a million times. Yeah, you know. In a yeah, sitcom. I watched the like, first couple episodes of it. With, uh, this is the Annie Murphy, right? Yes. Yeah, and, and the guy that's got the Sandy Duncan thing going. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But he, uh, um, or the, well, I like to call it the Magnum, Magnum thing, <laughs> the, the Tom Selleck thing. But he, but this latest episode, he is. It, it, it's every year on his birthday, he always goes out to dinner with her and he thinks that she doesn't know that he also, that he always runs next door to the arcade and meets his best friend, the neighbor there. And they both, he thinks that he's fooling them both. And, you know, she knows it's, and it's all, it's a great idea. Like it's all zany fun for him but yeah. it's like dark for her. And meanwhile, she's been trying to murder him the whole show, you know? So it's, it's clever. It is, that... I enjoy it, but it's strange. So I haven't seen that one yet. I'm, I was up to the, the new Patty episode where John Glazer came in as the, a replacement Patty, which is another sitcom trope of like, yes. you know, yes. the, a new gang member, but I, it clicked with me one scene where she was talking about, how she got a job and Kevin thought she was having an affair with the boss and got her fired. And that clicked of like, Oh, that's what I want this show to be. These that's such a sitcom plot. Kevin thinks she's having an affair with her boss and she's not, it's just a misunderstanding. But like to her, that was like, she got a job and she was happy. And it was a thing to like, that was like you said, it was dark. Like he's missing her birthday. He, He doesn't care about her. That like, I love that juxtaposition between the goofy sitcom thing. The husband just finds it. It's a lark. It's funny. It's goofy. It doesn't matter. And by the next episode, we've forgotten it. But to her, it's like a traumatic event. And you can apply that to TV shows throughout history of you know, the wacky neighbor. If, if you had a neighbor that acted like that, you would hate their guts. But, oh, it's a sitcom. So, so that idea of, like, the stuff that people get away with in sitcoms is not right. healthy and it's not – it's not a good relationship. So that's that's the little kernel I'm holding on to for this show. 
of what I hope and yeah. I hope that it aspires it, to it, be. It's resilient through the episode that I just watched. But yeah, it's it's exactly that. It's like this guy's so terrible it, when you really think about it. You know, it's a, and just the way he goes about his life and how obnoxious and self-centered he is and and so that that seems to be the persistent thing that i hope pays off in the end and for decades we've been told ha it's fun you know boys being boys and then that's a funny personality it's like no that person's awful stop rewarding (laughs) that behavior (laughs) i i like i like the idea i don't know if they're totally gonna pull it off but it it, i love that they're trying it because i like the history of the whole sitcom thing and i like the spin on it that's a good segue history of the sitcom cnn's doing another one of those things Ooh, yeah i, I uh, wanted to watch that it's like yeah. best characters right yeah they did they did a series on uh, history of the movies and then they did history of late night tv so now they're currently airing history of the sitcom an eight-part docuseries has over 180 original interviews with actors and comedians mm-hmm. and things so I, I saw the trailer for it and I was like, oh my, cause I was, when I saw the trailer for it, I was in the mood to watch it. Yeah. So then I, I flipped over and I was, the, I discovered it, it hadn't aired yet. The part, mm-hmm. you know, the first part or whatever. And I was like totally disappointed. So I need to go back and find it now. So yeah, I really want to try to find a way to watch that. Cause that's my jam. I like, I, like I, I, I said any of those things, talking heads, talking about pop culture and showing clips and, you know, uh, tracing the history. Mm. You know, the, the first one was about families, and it was you know the Don Reed show and Leave It to Beaver up through the Huxtables in the eighties and Modern Family in in the nineties and two thousand. So like, I, I love looking back on that pop culture and Heck, drawing yeah. threads between mm-hmm. it and and hearing the people who well, were they there just talk released about it. this week Norman Lear's library or whatever on Amazon Prime, like pretty much anything that he. W- was a part of they added all these shows to amazon prime that hmm. you can watch so that's really exciting hmm. i can't believe that guy's still around yeah 90 some years old yeah. well carly carly and i watched um i was off work one day and uh we watched the first couple episodes of on over on disney plus of the new monsters at work show um very cute uh did not feel like a, a cheap ripoff. The, the first episode does feature Billy Billy Crystal and John Goodman's voice uh, as Sully and, and Mike Wazowski, and um, yeah, we were we were actually like pleasantly surprised how good it was. Like my Carly even said she was like, "Wow, this I can't believe how good the show is." So um, I I think we're gonna we're definitely on board for it. We're gonna. Um, keep watching that it, it just i going into the show i had assumed it was more like a prequel like monsters university was um but it's actually the opposite and it continues on after um the first movie and it's what they they're doing instead of the scream floor they're doing the laugh floor now and it's all about the comedy and and mike is the leading the company to you know supply kids laughter to su- convert to power storyline from the movie so it was good though they had uh some new characters in it that did not look out of place um and and they fit in right right with the look of the first two movies so it, it was really good we were we were impressed 
Carly sounds like she's angling for a podcast of her own. She's got a lot what of opinions. Carly? She's got she's a lot so of many opinions. Yeah, she's got a lot on her plate, but she's she's been she's been <laughs> this summer she's been watching a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh she's gonna have a Jeff She's gonna have a Jeff Probst poster on her wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all she needs is one more poster. Yeah. What's on what's on what's in Carly's room? What's in What's her a, room? What what uh what posters? Who she got? Let's uh, try to guess. See if we can get one thing on there. I know well, she's got some records taped up there. She's got Rocky she, Horror Picture Show. She does. She does indeed. Wow. Um, she's got some records up there. She has uh no Fonzie, but no, no Fonzie. Not there yet. Um it'll come. Uh one wall she has like this I don't know, this picture thing where uh, you close Jonas Brothers. No, you close pin your own pictures to it. So oh, she has yeah. a lot of her stuff up there. BTS. Um, no, no. BTK. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 on one wall, BK. She's got, she's got um, the king. The king. <laughs> on one wall, she has the picture thing. On another wall, she has uh, a big tapestry. You know, just like one of those. I don't know. It's just a of big the tiki tap. room. No, <laughs> no. Um, and then she has she has a poster of Rosie the Riveter. Okay, um, that's in there. Um, yeah. And she, I think she's got some more pictures and stuff up from like her friends and stuff. But yeah, that that's pretty much it. She's actually, no got no teeny boppers. No, none at all. Not a one. Interesting. Yeah, she's an she's an old soul. Apparently, she's Rosie the Riveter. Rosie the Riveter. <laughs> you can't get much older soul than that. Nope. Much but Moses up there. <laughs> <clears throat> the only other thing I've been watching, whenever there's a hole in my schedule of shows, is you know I've been going back watching these shows that I only watched once that I loved, like I did The Sopranos and uh, The Wire, and. I started rewatching Rescue Me. Did you guys ever watch any Rescue Me? I didn't figure, but it's that Dennis Leary show that came out shortly after 9-11 where they played New York firemen, and it's very crude, but trying to, you know, have these guys deal with, you know, the aftermath of 9-11, but still be, it's just a funny, uh, kind of dark relationship show, but he like sees dead people. Basically he sees all these people that have died in fires and friends and things like that constantly appear to him. And I just love, I've always loved that show. I, I watched it and loved it. And I'm loving the rewatch. It's it, uh, you know, some of it doesn't age well. Some of it's, you know, very 20 years ago uh, as far as political mm-hmm. correctness, I guess, but it, not too bad, but it's still, it's just, a good funny show you know bunch of guys shooting the shooting the shit and giving each other hell well you you also just watched the commish We're no not not the commish the other one <laughs> no, no but, yeah what <laughs> yeah. i'm glad the you chickless, said that. yeah yeah now i'm picturing now I'm picturing Chickless as the Beastmaster. Um, <laughs> no, um, no, it was the Shield. Yeah, I had never seen. I I had never seen it, so it wasn't really a rewatch. But yeah, I, that was good. 
Now I'm trying to watch these these shows that are supposed to be. That's one one of the great shows, were. But I, Rescue Me is one of my faves of, of all time, and I am enjoying the rewatch. Hmm. By halfway through. Right. Um, that's about it. The only thing, I mean, unless you guys have something else, there's the one big finale we haven't got to. Yeah, we have the one biggie from Disney Plus. The finale to Marvel's Loki episodes five and six we have yet to talk about. So, I thought it got happened? better. <laughs> like I thought it got better. Oh, I agree. Yeah, it yeah. Was in, yeah I was interested. I was absorbed in it. I, I enjoyed it. I did. I don't. I as uh, again. I like timey wimey, but I don't really know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well okay so spoilers for loki because i'm sure it's i love the se- i love the score i love the score mm-hmm. and i love how it looks but i and i like tom edelston but if i see that guy flip his hair back <laughs> one more time it's just this whip back thing he does like that he that that they just rely on and i'm sure that when they film it like days apart each of those things well, all smushed together in an episode of him flipping his hair back 27,000 freaking times gets annoying. Sorry. You're not a teen girl with Tom, Tom Hiddleston on the wall. That's I'm right. Not. We can see your wall. We can see there's nothing. <laughs> there. No Tom Hiddleston. Somebody <laughs> Photoshop one in here. So episode five was the, the void, right? They had. Yeah. They'd been zapped with the sticks and sent into the yeah. void where we didn't know where these variants went. We thought, oh, yeah, died. we got, got to see the, the crocagator and uh, yeah. all so, yeah, this was All the alternate versions were there. Lots of Easter eggs in this one. Everyone was yeah. talking about the Thanos copter. Yeah. Does yeah. everyone know that? Like, that's. That's such an obscure little piece of Marvel, but it's become such a meme. It feels like everyone knows. I that. didn't like, know anything about it until this, and then I saw afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. So early and early appearance of Thanos before he had godlike power, he was he was flying in a helicopter with the word Thanos written <laughs> down the, the side of it, fighting Spider Man or something. So, you know, a very silly like Silver Age sort of, of thing. So that that the Thanos copter was there. There were a bunch of references, uh, yeah. ships that we've seen before, like the and then the ship from Subway. the philadelphia experiment yeah and, and uh the, the the thor frog mm-hmm. uh so lots of little stuff that we have that hasn't been in there haven't been a whole, a whole lot of easter eggs in this show for a time travel-y multi-dimensional show so this one kind of squeezed them all into one episode yeah. one thing i'll definitely say first off i'm sorry i can't remember the guy's name again that played old loki oh. richard e grant yeah yes i like him and Again, this is proof, what I was arguing before, that those classic costumes <laughs> look freaking great. Yeah. yeah. Put I, some see, Scarlet Witch and some Ozymandias and some uh, old Loki and put those costumes look great. And everybody was scared to do it and put all the X-Men in leather. Yeah. But when we get some X-Men back, you might as well slap the all yeah. the colors you want to because it looks freaking great Shoulder, yeah. wider shoulders the better 
<laughs> all the shoulder pads exactly oh man um <laughs> metal arms and shoulder pads that's no, the, I, it's the main thing i took away from everything was how how that stuff holds up yeah he he definitely stood out like for the whole series for me just that little cameo i was just like oh my gosh this is awesome to the fact i was like season two should just be him like forget mm-hmm. hiddleston like let's just follow this guy around and his you know new universe or whatever so i wonder if that kid's gonna show up in like these young avengers uh, if they do that yeah i don't know it could be i mean isn't there's a loki character right isn't there it's been so long since i read heinberg's was i was thinking there was like a loki maybe not variant yeah like uh (laughs) you know because they had like an iron lad and patriot you know, mm-hmm. kid and Hulkling and all them. I don't know why I was thinking there was some sort of Loki kid, but maybe not. There's been a different version since then that I didn't read at all. Karen Gillins yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so <laughs> I mean, um, the gist of the whole thing was what we thought it was. A lot of people thought it would be. It was just, you know, a way to get to the multiverse. So they did I it. I swear, uh, I they, feel they... stupid. Like I watched that last episode and I enjoyed it and mm-hmm. seeing Kang was cool. Uh, I like him. I like, you know, I, I like that, but I want, uh, Michael Scott explained it to me like I'm five. <laughs> what was the point? Like, so, well, we need to sit across from each other at a desk or a table and explain the plot like this. Show. As much as exposition as there was, why don't I know yeah. or care why what is happening? I, I, if I rewatch the show, it will be with a stopwatch to keep track of how many minutes are spent from the first episode with Mobius and he sitting at a at a computer desk explaining what a variant is to this last episode that is forty minutes. <laughs> of him explaining the multiverse and like we're talking about the a multiversal war what could be more exciting and visual right and we're doing it sitting at a table talking about it like yep. that's <laughs> this show's crutch this whole all six episodes featured too much of that but again i, I i'm not quite sure it really explained it all that well no it didn't <laughs> it didn't i was just like glazed over watching it so yeah, that we get to the it's like the castle at the end of time, right? We get past the guard dog and the yeah. void. We get to where we're going. The man behind the curtain, this Wizard of Oz. We're, we're gonna there finally see. We're gonna see who's behind the curtain, and it's Jonathan Majors, who we know he's been cast as Kang. Yeah. Here he's called He Who Remains. Yeah. And he explains what that there he is a, a some kind of scientist who cracked the multiverse yeah and found there's a bunch of different versions of him yeah and it was all good at the beginning and they all helped each other out and then it all went sideways and there was a giant war oh one of him is in the young avengers right a uh, son of iron, his or, isn't or him he, it's him iron. right isn't yeah. he iron lad yeah. yeah it's him okay so yeah there's versions of him that are good and evil there's you know it's, it's the multiverse it could be anything so he is the one who remains. There's there's only one of him left, and he set up the TVA to keep everything pruned back, and so that it won't happen again, right? So he's right. been there for sure. been there for millions one, of years. And, yeah, one timeline. Yeah. So, do you believe him or not? That's the idea of like uh, Sylvie thinks there should be free will, and we should be free 
to, 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 to live our lives how we want without interference. And Loki's not quite sure. Right. So, right. And, and then, so King wins either way. He, he, he either stays the boss or he gets to die and let the, yeah. <laughs> let his, his, his suffering yep. end, I guess. So I was not, I think Jonathan Majors is a good actor. I was not into that version of him, like the eating an apple and being silly and goofy. And I'm like, I had to keep reminding myself when we see him again, he's not going to be this guy. Right. This is, this is that million year old last uh, Amortis, maybe the, that version of Kang. Uh, So uh, when we see him again, we might get a more evil version or, you know, that, that could be the fun that he could be a different character every time he, he pops up, I guess. But I'm, I'm clinging to that. I hope, he's, yeah. He's yeah. not this talkative goofball. Yeah. Where where I got lost in it was the cloud. The big purpley Galactus cloud. Eliath, I think they called it. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it was called, that, but yeah. Because when it I looked s- great. I mean, the the effects were great. Yeah, but when the I saw it, was great. I was like, Fantastic Four galactus cloud yeah and it and it just took me out of it for a while before i was like what the hell is happening like what is this is this they had to hold hands with it and yeah i don't know what so anyways um so they yeah they killed him (laughs) and he didn't know what was going to happen up until only to that point he didn't know what was going to happen after that she right. kills him. Loki ends up in a different universe because um, she sends him off. And it's not the universe he thinks he's in because everything is all different. And we see the statue of Kang at the TVA. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, that's the big dramatic moment that they don't recognize him anymore. Right. So we, we, we've created a new reality. Mobius doesn't so know who a, he is. Yeah, is it a reality that Kang has it conquered mm-hmm. is it something like yeah i don't know what we've set up but it's different somehow and yeah. so as far I, as we know yeah. sylvie is stuck in the thinking house or whatever that was um and now there's infinite universes out there of all different versions much like dc <laughs> so and we learned that the Renslayer, the the clue with the pen, type she was like a middle school principal or something. Yeah. Which again, that there wasn't a lot of punch to that, but it was a they played like an aha moment, and it was just oh okay. It did yeah. nothing for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to like it. I thought it looked good and sounded good, but it I could not pay enough attention to follow or care. Did you see the nudity part? No, I missed it. Should I get alligator was, the alligator was nude the whole time. What? He had a hat on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we did it. So and yeah, that's... this this seems like a major turning point. Like if this is where all the the, the rest of these Marvel movies, the Doctor Strange movie, the Spider Man, mm. like th- this seems to have been an important chapter. I guess I it was all integral, just kind of set up. Yeah. How, are you supposed to have to have known, understood all this to watch the movies? Because I would hope you could do the movies without this. Yeah. Well, I don't think you need to know all this to do the movies. I I, I had wondered that because I was like, okay, you know, we had Wandavision, and they went back after Wandavision. the The final episode had aired, and they 
redid that that last scene with her in the cabin and had added Doctor Strange in there floating through, you know, through the scene and changed that. And then I was like, okay, we had that. So you had to have watched that before the Doctor Strange movie to know that, you know, what was happening with her. And now we I don't, I don't this think, mess. I, th- and, I wonder how much they'll double up and like. Well, that that's what I was meaning. Yeah. I was like, are they gonna? Is there gonna be the Star Wars scroll at the beginning of Doctor Strange explaining all of this? Yeah. I don't know. I don't right. know. Yeah. Every time Kang shows up, he can have a half hour monologue about who he is and where he came from. Yeah, explain, explain yeah. it to everybody. So well, I hope there's a version of Kang out there. Where when his mother is pregnant with him, this evil like witch doctor thing comes, and and tra- takes the baby out of her and puts it in a cow. And then. That's how he's born, and he becomes Kang the Beastmaster. That was a that was a long way to get from. Like, I was I was hanging like, on every word. I'm listening. I thought he was going to scroll. I Do thought you guys this was not scr- remember the Beastmaster? No, not well enough. I don't remember being born from a cow. Is yes. Oh, Rip Torn, man. I thought, I thought this was a scrawl reference. I no. thought for sure. I, I thought it was that I hadn't watched uh, Lovecraft Country. Oh, was oh weird. Yeah, yeah. I didn't finish Lovecraft Country. It's but. not coming back for season two. I can uh, tell you that. It started out good, and then it started to get boring. Um, yeah. But Loki is, so I hope you loved it because you're getting another season. Yep, that, there was no post-credit scene, just a little card that says Loki will return for season two, which didn't seem like it was in much doubt. But I didn't realize that was going to happen. I would think yeah. that's a that's a mess. This this stuff is going to be a mess once the movies start coming out. Poochie, what trying to deal with all this. Planet. We'll see. All right. Well, I got to watch live feeds all night here, so mm, good luck. I got to get. Finish getting ready for Dragon Age tomorrow, and they're coming Sunday. And six, uh, constant excitement around here. See all the excitement. Yeah. Yeah, I got to put on some CC Music Factory. Pump up the jam. Mm. <laughs> that's not them. <laughs> Was that not that? Uh, salt and pepper. Oh, that's right. Uh. No, it's not. Is it? No, they're uh, pushing. No. Pump up the jam is that one girl? They What's, they were pushing. Pump up the jam. Yeah. What's pump up the jam? Who's that girl? Man, I'll never oh, think of that. Man. I can I can picture her. I'm looking. You size off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good '90s reference to go out on, but I'm I'm blanking. I'm I was a '90s kid, yeah. right? 80s. Technotronic. Technotronic. Mm. All right, well, we hope you enjoyed all of that TV talk. No more Loki. Uh, what, I think what If is the next big Marvel show to come out, so we'll, we'll talk some more about that at some point. We'll have more Big Brother when the exciting stuff starts happening. It's all happening right now, man. Yeah, it's happening. <laughs> and we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. My name's Jordan Loki. Cliff Barnes. Seth. Bye forever. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. 
All original content is property of www.udamwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow, the pop culture podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at the Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show kapow, the pop podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, please sign up to be a patron through the Podbean app or our website, www.udamwithkpp.com, to receive special content and early access to some episodes. We are grateful to anyone that chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will always remain free, so please continue to like, comment, and share. He is pumping fist to CNC Music Factory right now, guaranteed. Guaranteed. What is that song? What is their song? Who? CNC Music Factory. Everybody dance now. Yes, Everybody that's what it is. He is he is everybody dancing now, right? No, he's more of a things that make you go. Hmm. If they're oh <laughs> True. That's what he's doing. But either one, he's on the floor for. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. I forgot about that song. (laughs) Damn.